Hello everyone, this is Rolito Adlawan and welcome to my podcast. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most interesting personality type, which is the introversion. But before we're gonna start, I just wanna thank Helpline.com for providing me useful information about today's topic, which I'm going to be sharing with you guys. And also, I have a mild cold, so my voice is not in a normal condition, so apologies for that. But anyways, let's just get right into it. So commonly, an introvert is often regarded as a quiet, composed, deep and thoughtful individual. Introverts are the type of people who doesn't want to stand out and they don't really engage into some social interactions as these situations can leave them feeling uncomfortable, exhausted, and drained. Back in the 1920s, psychologist Carl Jung described the two personality extremes, namely introversion and extroversion. He said that one of the major differences between an extrovert and an introvert is that Extroverts get their energy from hanging out with other people. They love social gathering, they love talking, and they love interactions. Whereas introverts get their energy from hanging out with themselves. They are most effective when they do things in their own way and they need time alone to recharge. They love solitude instead of socializing. Additionally, I just want to point this out that contrary to the popular belief, Introverts are not mentally ill. Seriously, people have to keep this in mind. Introversion is not a disease or a disorder. It is merely one of many possible healthy personality types. Again, it's not a disease. It is a personality. So according to Healthline.com, these are some personality traits associated with introversion. And if these personality traits describes you, then maybe you're an introvert. First is that you prefer time to yourself. The idea of being home alone is thrilling and not taxing. These periods of solitude are crucial to an introvert's health and happiness. Whether you're simply spending time resting or engaging in an activity, solitude is a welcome relief. Introverts often enjoy reading, gardening, crafting, writing, gaming, watching movies, or doing any other activity that's performed alone. Number two, you are joined by social interactions. While extroverts would not dare miss a Friday night out with friends, introverts know when they've maxed out and need to refuel their batteries. That's not to say all introverts will flake out of parties. They can and do enjoy them as much as any extrovert, but at the end of the long night, Introverts need to escape to recharge and reset. Number 3 is that you prefer working alone. If a group project feels overwhelming or loathsome, you may be an introvert. Introverts often work best when they work alone. The isolation allows introverts to focus deeply and produce high quality work. This isn't to say introverts don't work well with others. 
they just prefer to retreat and focus on the task at hand rather than navigate the social aspect of working in a group setting. Another thing is that you have a close circle of friends and you like it that way. Don't mistake an introvert's small circle of friends is a sign that they can't make friends or don't like to socialize. In fact, they enjoy talking to people and getting to know others. They also prefer the solitude of a small circle of friends. High quality relationships are a key to happiness for introverts, according to one study. Another is that you are introspective and curious. You may find yourself daydreaming or working things out in your mind long before you put a plan of action or lift a single finger to change anything. Introverts have a very active inner thought process that also leads them towards self-reflection and research. Introverts are dedicated to pursuing their interests and feeling prepared and well-read. And also, you're accused of zoning out a lot. Introverts often escape from a situation by zoning out or letting their mind wander away from the task at hand. For you, this may be a way to leave a situation that feels too chaotic or uncomfortable. It's a survival mechanism of sorts, but to others, it may seem like you're unfocused. Then, you prefer writing over talking. You're more comfortable writing out your thoughts rather than speaking, especially when you're unprepared. You prefer to think through your response because your communication style is focused and considerate. You can carry on conversations, but if the decisions are necessary, you may want more time to consider and to weigh your options so you feel confident in your choice. And lastly is that you feel more. One study shows that introverts are more likely to be diagnosed with depression. This could be, another study suggests, because introverts don't feel happy as often as extroverts. It's unclear why introverts don't report higher levels of happiness, but it may have a lot to do with how introverts identify happiness. Introverts prefer a higher quality of friendship and emotional regulation. It may be difficult to achieve this high level of satisfaction constantly. Now to clear everything out, personality traits are not all or nothing. Each personality trait is a spectrum. Like if you love socializing, that doesn't mean you despise solitude. Or if you love being alone, that doesn't automatically mean you don't like talking to other people. What I am saying is that most people are not 100% introverted or 100% extroverted. Most of us fall somewhere in between. But some characteristics may be superior than the others, which is why people may self-identify as an introvert or extrovert. And personally, I could say that I am 65% introvert and 25% extrovert. Most days I like being alone, or sometimes I hang out with my cat or with my two best friends. And in some other rare occasions, I sometimes get this sudden boost of confidence and I get talkative and energetic and after like 15 or 30 minutes, I just get drained immediately. So there are a lot of things that affects or determines your personality type and one of that is your genes. Your genes play a significant role in determining where you will fall on the personality continuum. If you're introverted, 
then maybe your mother or father or introverted too when they were young because after all introversion and extroversion are one of the most strongly hereditary personality types and another thing that affects the shape of your personality is of course your life experiences throughout in our whole life most of us meet people or encounter situations that influences the way we think and act. So it is possible to change or slide slightly on the spectrum throughout your life. And before I end this, I just want to tell you guys that you don't have to change or alter your personality in order to be liked or get the approval of anyone, as long as it's not toxic and not harmful for other people. Because no matter what, your genuine and authentic personality is a wonderful part of your beautiful existence. And that is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.